Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. This is 1039 LI News Radio. I'd like to welcome everyone to Breaking It Down. Frank McKay here with a terrific actor and the founder of a, a great acting studio, the Thomas G. Waits Acting Studio in New York City, and it's uh, prestigious. He's been a member of the Actors Studio since 1984, and you know him from so many roles over the years and everything from Oz to NYPD Blue, Homeland, Law and & Order, and uh, it, honestly, he's, uh, he's just absolutely terrific. W- Warriors, of course, the Warriors, and now his latest, and we'll be asking about 645. It's a psychological thriller, and it's going to, it's going to be in a bunch of regal theaters starting tomorrow, and you'll be able to check this out. I'm looking for it right now, and I'll be there. Uh, Thomas J. Waits, how are you? I'm okay, Frank. How are you doing, kid? I'm doing terrific. Uh, give us a little rundown of 645. It sounds interesting. It sounds uh, fascinating, and it's always nice to see you in something like this. Oh, thank you so much. Um, yeah, it, it's a, a terrific film. I think uh, Craig Singer did a great job with it. It kind of reminds one of how you remember at the height of the pandemic where we were all trapped inside and we couldn't go to work. And, you know, the streets of Manhattan were empty. It was a ghost town. And, you know, day in and day out, we couldn't tell the weekday from the weekend, you know, the continuum and the the tedium of just constantly doing the same thing day in and day out. Well, they took that premise a Groundhog Day premise, and they transplanted it to the horror genre. And I think quite successfully, because um, it kind of begs the question, is this a dream or not? Hmm. Like, how do we know, Frank, that we're not dreaming? I mean, can we be sure that this discussion is not a dream? Sometimes dreams, especially nightmares, can be so real, you know, we can't tell the difference. Yeah, um, no, I'm with you. I, this is excellent, and I, I think it's a, a, an easy premise to grasp, uh, especially since what we're coming out of, you know. And st- by the exactly. way, exactly. Hopefully, out yeah, of for exactly. good. We don't. We don't even know if we're going back in. But perfect timing for a film like this. Yeah, I think they had their finger on the pulse of something that they sensed was coming, and they were just they were prepared for it, you know, just in time. And uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I'm no, I'm I'm looking forward to this uh, so much. I, is is it a, is exciting for you now as things were? You know, 20 years ago, 30. Let's go back 30 years ago when things yeah, 40. were 40, 40 years ago, right? When when things were just coming out, uh, is there? Is is there still that same sense of excitement on opening day for you? Uh, well. I would rephrase the question and I would say, is the work still as exciting for you now as it was 45 years ago? And the answer is it's even more exciting. (laughs) It's so thrilling, you know, to get the opportunity to get in front of the camera and do something creative and interesting, especially if you have a good director and Craig is a really good, he's a, he's an actor's director. You know, he leaves you alone he gets what he wants from you, but he creates an atmosphere where you want to you wanna do well for him. You want to succeed. You want to get him to go, that's it. That's the take I'm looking for. You know, and not every director has that capacity. 
Rupert Craig and John Carpenter and, you know, a few others that I've had the opportunity to work with, Norman Jewison, they just had that, it's an indefinable something that makes you want to give your best for them. Let me ask you the and same. Think, yeah. Oh, not to cut you off, but let me ask you the same question about about students. So many uh, terrific actors, I imagine, have come through uh, your acting studio, and it's so highly yep. regarded. I, I uh, do you get like a certain feeling? You get a certain sense on opening day of when something is coming out for them, whether it's a, a film or a TV show. I sure do. I I love watching my students, and sometimes you know they become they become. Very successful. Uh, Vinnie Pastor, Alfred Molina. I mean, big J- Jamie Harris has done very well. Uh, Peter Wilson did very well. Definitely. There are a lot of big names that have uh, Vanessa Shaw, a lot of big names that have come through the studio. And watching them on film, I just sit there and go, my God, did I have anything to do with it? I. I'm not sure I did have anything to do with it other than trying to be helpful and useful as a teacher. But, yeah, you know, it's just as exciting to watch a student have a breakthrough and really discover, you know, what the work is about, which means to discover what they are about. There's nothing more. I wouldn't keep doing it after all these years. You know, I, I just love it now more than ever it's a it's a love affair you have to be in love with the idea of being an actor or you just can't endure the pitfalls and speed bumps along the way you know yeah well listen you're very modest your your students i think are very uh, generous with their praise towards you you know you, you hear it all the time and uh your work has just been Thank absolutely you. Absolutely terrific over the years. And again, we're talking to Thomas G. Waits, and we're talking about the Thomas G. Waits uh, Actors Studio, and uh, it's in New York City. It's a, it, it's a must-check out if you're uh, an actor or a wannabe actor or a, a aspiring actor. But 645 is upon us, and tomorrow you'll be able to see it in uh, in Regal Theaters uh, around there. And it's uh, they're calling it the, the little horror movie that could... And, uh, you know, what wasn't easy, right? It wasn't easy to, uh, to get it out. Never is coming out of a pandemic. But um, it, it's, it's got, a, got a perseverance to it, this film. Yeah, I, again, you have to look. You have to, like with any organization, look at the top. Go to the top because that's where it all begins. And Craig Singer uh, with Robert Dean Klein, who wrote it, they created this little low mini micro budget film they just kept at it until they got it to the point where it was really good and we're fortunate enough that regal cinemas which is one of the you know uh, premier upper echelon um outlets in the country for cinema believes in it enough to give it us to give us a chance it is the little horror movie that could and I've got to tell you, and you know, and I don't bullshit people. I don't know if you're allowed to say that on the air, but uh, we'll, we'll cut it out. <laughs> okay, I don't lie. The people, the two people that, are, and I don't take my own opinion when it comes to objectively assessing a film. I brought two friends with me. Um, one was a tax lawyer, and the other is was a gal, a model, and they they're just your average people, really, that either go to the movies or don't. And they loved it. 
I mean, they were just like, wow, this is really good. I got to find the director and talk to him. And I've got so many questions. It, it really keeps you on the edge of your seat in terms of what happened. You know, what is happening? You have to wait till the very end of the movie to get the question answered. And it's cinemagraphically, it's beautiful. It's a brilliant editing job by Sam. And Craig did a great job assembling this kind of a group of people together. And for pennies. Yeah. I mean, it looks like a $10 million movie, you know, and it, it wasn't. Well, it wasn't. Um, so, yeah, yeah. Well, really, go ahead. I'm sorry. I don't want to cut you off. I know there's a lot of people waiting to talk to you, but go, go ahead. Yeah, I just want to say it's something I'm very proud of, and I'm very proud of Craig Singer, and I'm very proud to be part of it. Well, listen, congratulations not only on this but on, on the studio, and, and your whole career has been just absolutely terrific. Do you have a website or a social media site? Yeah, to, uh, Thomas G. Waits. You can go to thomasgwaits.com or the TGW Acting Studio on Facebook. There's a, On both places you can find me. On Instagram... You can follow me under your acting teacher. <laughs> Great. <laughs> All right, Frank. Thank you so much for your time, mate. Congrats. Uh, you're the best. 645 will be watching. Thomas G. Waits, thank you very much. Thank you, Frank. Talk to you soon. Thomas G. Waits, everyone. And, uh, it, you know, again, I didn't mean to rush him there, but his, uh, he's got a publicist and uh, there. They're they're pushing him along, and I'd love to have him for a long period of time. Uh, he was in the Warriors, the cult film, the the Warriors, which was uh, such a such a big deal for so many people. And I remember seeing it when I was twelve years old, and uh, it was uh, yeah, it, it stands out as one of those those films. I saw it in a double feature with um, uh, Up in Smoke. Maybe I was thirteen, and uh, Up in Smoke and. Um, and the Warriors at the Encore Theater in Bayshore. If you're from Long Island, maybe you know where that is, but they used to have bands there. And it was a little little studio, uh, not studio, it was a little uh, movie theater. And uh, my brother and my friends uh, saw a, uh, I think it was a midnight showing of Up in Smoke, and and uh, that's Cheech and uh, Chong. We've had Tommy Chong here a couple of times. And... Uh, and uh, the Warriors. He got cut out. He got fired from the Warriors. It's a whole story. Um, and he says now, rightfully so, he got fired. Uh, Thomas uh, Waits, and um, he the the they fired him for being too opinionated on the uh, on the set. But uh, he he owns up to it and all of that. But he was mad, and they asked him how he wanted to be credited, and, and he said, "Cut me out of the credits." And they cut him out of the credits uh, in, in The Warriors, but he played Fox, uh, the character Fox, and memorable role in there. But I'll tell you, uh, the he, he says, he comes back and he says, yeah, it was a big mistake that he did that. Thomas G. Waits has been our very special guest. The Thomas G. Waits Acting Studio in New York is uh, is highly regarded. He mentioned a bunch of folks there, including uh, Vincent Pastore, who we've had and uh, on the show many times, and uh, one of the Sopranos played Big Pussy Pump, Bump and Sarah, and you know so many other things. Shark, uh, what was it a Shark Tale? Did the voiceover for the Tough Shark, and I guess <laughs> a lot of Tough Sharks in it. But he was a gangster shark in, in that, and, and so many things. He was uh, past story with him. Uh, Frank McKay signing off. Thomas G. Waits has been our very special guest. We'll see you next time on Breaking It Down. <laughs>